This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The Department of Agriculture bumped up its estimates for corn production in its latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report out today. USDA slightly increased corn production estimates to 14.5 billion bushels, but decreased soybean production estimates by 135 million bushels to 4.5 billion bushels. The USDA forecast for U.S. wheat production also got a boost with bigger estimates for spring and durum wheat, but global supplies are expected to remain at their lowest level since the 2016-2017 marketing year. In other USDA news, the department has announced it is accepting offers for more than 3.1 million acres from agricultural producers and private landowners through this year's Conservation Reserve Program grassland sign-up. So far this year, producers have enrolled 2 million acres through the general sign-up and just under 500,000 acres have been submitted through the continuous CRP sign-up. This means about 5.6 million acres are entering CRP in 2023, surpassing the 3.9 million acres expiring this year. Lawmakers and industry leaders met on the Hill today to discuss the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. Haley Bicklehop has the latest. House Ag Committee members say they need the Senate's support to pass a bill recently proven to lower food costs and inflation. In a press conference this afternoon, lawmakers were joined by industry leaders to discuss the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. Sean Madden, an associate professor and the chair of social sciences at Texas A&M University, says a new report shows a connection between H-2A workers and the economy. More migrant and more H-2A workers are related with lower inflation. Second, more migrant and more H-2A workers are associated with higher average wages and minimum wages. Third, more migrant and more H-2A workers are associated with lower unemployment. Fourth, more denied petitions for naturalization, are associated with larger consumer prices and higher inflation. Fifth, more petitions for naturalization are associated with lower inflation. Congressman Dan Newhouse says the ag industry needs the Senate to pass the bill, which has been passed on the House floor two times. We now have scientifically based analysis from Texas A&M that shows an increase in the number of H-2A workers, decreases inflation, decreases unemployment, and increases wages and gross domestic product. So my question is, what are we waiting for? Why are we still waiting? It's past time to deliver the solutions that we need. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bicklehopt. Water was a subject much on panelists' mind at the AgriPulse Food and Ag Issues Summit West, which took place on Monday. Amy Mayer has more. Growing more food without using more land and water is a pressing challenge. AgriPulse invited several people to share their company's approaches at the Food and Ag Issues Summit West in Sacramento yesterday. OptiHarvest CEO Jonathan Dessler said his company gives farms tools for managing sunlight. We're excited to, we believe, offer some part of a solution, right, that can help as an integrated approach, right, along with other genetics and, and chemicals and soil enhancement, um, irrigation, advanced irrigation systems. Still, water remains a limiting factor for increasing food production. A UC Davis ag water manager cautioned that irrigation systems already are very efficient. We have system and management practices that are now up to 96% efficient on micro-irrigation. 
subsurface irrigation and still we overdrafting aquifer and we, you know, over allocating rivers. And so the two things are separate. Common Goodwater is looking at both of them. Val Fishman says farms sign on with them for seven years and get paid to save water. And the reason we stay with the farm is to make sure that those water savings are achieved, that they're getting the yield that they want, that they're applying the right amount of water, um, that they've got a very robust pest management system in place and all of those things. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The Securities and Exchange Commission's proposed climate rule will hurt farmers and ranchers. The agency should not regulate rural America like it regulates Wall Street. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.